and welcome to Dirty Dice Do Boom. Book 2, Domicile of the Idons, Part 7. Our eventful first day in Rightroom concluded with the arrival of the Brewery Mountaintop, a Tarlidian-affiliated tavern in the first echo of Titema in this new world. Angel spoke with a mysterious Tarlidian noble that seemed to recognize her, and we decided to rest at this tavern and resume our search for Brayden in the morning. To our luck, however, he seemed to find his way to the same place of rest, where we could bring him back into the fold. We spent our first morning in Duobroom discussing how to approach Brayden's sudden fugitive status and our developing plans regarding the prison, before going about our preparations for the day and disguising Brayden as a noble whose name shan't be recorded here. With many affairs finally put to rest, we sent Aluna's familiar, Morana, off to scout the scene at the prison and gauge the response to Brayden's jailbreak. Aluna shared her consciousness with the fox and witnessed the structure surrounded by empire-sworn guards, addressing the arrival of an intriguing noble catfolk. You see that uh, he steps outside, turns around and talks to another individual who appears to be a, a high-ranked general, just from the looks of it, uh, a female, um, very, very scarred and is very, very well-kept with, with the, her attire. They speak for a bit, you are not close enough to listen, and then the catfolk gets into his uh, caravan with the other person to accompany them. And then uh, the driver takes off towards the middle of town. That is what you pick up. Luna would kind of quick pop off. Do I follow the caravan? Keep watching prison. What caravan? A caravan just like she would have kind of like been muttering this as it's kind of going on. Like there's a caravan. There's cat folk. They're talking. And the cat folk is leaving in a caravan. Like, leaving in a wagon right now. It's more like a caravan. It's like, it's like, like close stop. I don't think you're going to see anything more from your perspective as far as the prison. Yes, follow the caravan. Send that off. I can't look through uh, Familiar's eyes for another uh, ten minutes. So, it's one minute, I get to watch, and then ten minute cooldown. Okay. So you order your Familiar to follow the caravan. You wait ten minutes. And you do it again as you walk some distance yourself. And you go to uh, watch again. Caravan is still on the move. And it appears to have hit, just hit the La Visca district, which is the center district. Once the caravan gets quite a ways from me, uh, like more than a mile away from me, the telepathic messages stop becoming possible. I can still see through eyes, but. Um, I can't receive messages from their natural thing. That's restricted to within a mile. So what you see, uh, you go look through the eyes of your familiar. You're gonna have to wait the ten minutes. Uh, the caravan is still, is still going, and it heads towards what appears to be the largest building you see in the in the uh, Lavisca district. I'm sorry, Lavisca? No, Trailuge. Can't read that. What does it say? Deluge district. Which one are you fucking talking about? Trailuge. Yep, Trailuge. All right. It goes to the Trailuge district, and it pokes. It goes past the gates of the the center giant building. It pokes, and he gets back out and goes into this massive mansion. This person's important. You don't know how. Where, you don't know why, though. Mutter that to my companions as we walk. Okay. If we were to offer our services to someone, if we wanted, it seems that that would be the person. 
I think we should find out where the guards drink first. Mm. Not a bad idea. Let's go talk with their bottom rung. I don't think we bring up the monster squad, but if we can find those who are, un who are unhappy or who are complaining about what's going on. This is an interesting I would, idea. I want to work from the bottom up, quietly. If the guards are in on it, I want to find out before we reveal anything. Hmm. I worry about my um, usefulness in this endeavor. I wish to help somehow. But um, to be perfectly honest, I am not sure how I could. I mean, we're going to need to be in two places at once if we wish to earn. No. We have a meeting tonight and we can, we can scout out the guards tomorrow night. But I mean, I don't know what else there is to do besides talk to people right now. I have a meeting. You guys could go forth with any sort of nighttime reconnaissance. Perhaps I could accompany Angel on this meeting and you and Brayden could see about talking to guards. I don't think I'm the best person to be talking to guards. Remember, my name is... No, that's the wrong accent. Excuse me. I don't think Sir Arms must be the best person to be mm. talking to guards. For I am above their standing. I can't give you a look. Like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, you're not coming with me. So. Oh, yes. Wait, I'm not going with you? Not later. What the well, hell would I be doing? The guards that are currently surrounding the prison are empire guards, not prison guards. They are much less likely to recognize you. Perhaps I would like to meet Chip Catheter. Prison entrepreneur. No, that's too much. Question, Andy. Could we tell that we did a bad job disguising? And try again? So here's the thing about it. This is how I kind of rule these type of checks. No. Okay. If, if a seasoned veteran of like a rogue gets a nat one, it doesn't mean that they're constantly bad for an hour. It means they're gonna fuck up at some point, and that's when the nat one matters. Yeah. Mm. For example, so it looks like a nice it looks like a nice gown, but what if my hat blew off, my mustache fell off. Exactly. Mm. That's how I kind of rule it. Okay. Otherwise, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> that, my apologies. Fair. I suffer from that. Hair loss trauma. <laughs> Way too gamey to make the same check over and over again, just hoping for a good number. Yeah, yeah that's true. also kind of just very anti fun, I think. Yeah. It's very meta. So. I want to do good all the time. I never fail. You have you have Iluna and Brayden to go investigate the guards to get some more information. Well, you two are probably going to help throughout the day. At nighttime, we're going to go to Kreskit's house to see what kind of offer he has. Yup. With that being the case, let's make some rolls, shall we? So, since you guys are together, uh, trying to get collect information, you guys are trying to find out where the, uh, the guards like to drink, yes? Yes. Okay, so, I need someone to lead that and I will allow the, the other three of you to aid. And I'm gonna say in this case, because it's, actually let's do this. Let's do a group skill challenge. Since you guys are gonna probably slip, split up a little bit to get as much information as possible, I'm gonna have everybody make a diplomacy check. And then I'm gonna get the subtotal and see what. Can I abstain? <laughs> Can you just wanna not help at all? I feel like I'd make it worse too, but uh, uh... What's your diplomacy? I th the only thing that matters two. is the amount of time. Same. Basically, the better you do, the, the, the quicker it is. What time? I mean, we, we're Still getting... Still I don't I want mean, you helping. I mean, we're getting a, a fairly early start on the day. Um, we can take some time. We can take our time with this. Our, our hard arrangements, not till the evening. We've got that, all day. Yep. As a player, uh, yeah, I would want to abstain. But um, as a character, I wouldn't. I would be willing to help. So, even if I'm not good at it. Yeah, I mean, this is the fun part of it. Yep. Alright, everybody make me some diplomacy checks. Big chonky. Big chonky. Hey, oh, big chongus. dongus. Once um, Morana makes it back to me, I am going to pop her into my familiar satchel so she's nice and hidden away from the public eye. Could have done better. I got a 12. That's not bad. 17. Hey, it's pretty good. 
10. <laughs> Five. Safety die. You haven't even rolled yet. Oh. Hero point. That would have been a two. A nine's better. Yeah, nine's hey, not bad. That's a nine. Honestly, with the average, it's probably like 12. So. Yeah, 12. Uh, I'm going to say. Stained. Zeke, you want me D4. Magma Dice, I choose you! Four. Okay. In total, it takes you guys six hours to find this information. You talk around for those... This is a still a pretty big city, but you kind of split around. You nonchalantly go into asking people, starting off with small talk and going forward to it. Venetia's more straight to the point, like, hey, listen, do you know what the guard you drink? And they're like, uh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, Venetia's like, I'm looking for a very particular tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Just to skip it small talk, making it very weird for them. Yeah. It's like that guy in the party that goes, I don't do small talk. What do you think about the inevitable heat death of the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about all the the... the, 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 the Inflation in this economy using leather coins? <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's, what, that's exactly what Chip Catheter is going to do. <laughs> but, so, it takes you the six donkey. hours in total. You find out that the info... Oh, yeah, the donkeys, yeah. They don't get picked up, I don't think. All right, so, in total, it takes you guys about six hours. Ambience. It's fine. I'd leave it there. He's, he's, he's being cranky. Is the ambulance going to cover it up? Hey, he's a, he's a nice gentleman. I don't know. I mean, I, it could be female. That uh, peacock wants to throw down. I'll throw down. Oh, it wants to throw down. I'm going to teach it a lesson. They're they're almost as aggressive as the geese. Okay. Six hours. Six hours it takes you. <laughs> I love it. Just, just keep six going. hours. Just keep going. Six <laughs> hours. That's funny, peacock. though. Why does it sound like a cat? That's the kind of that's that's what they sound like. So six hours it takes us. I don't know how many times I've like been like tricked by that damn peacock. I'm like, Max, what's going? Max Abel, what's going on? I step outside, like think of them in the fight with another cat, but no, it's a damn peacock. Just Teddy is consistently off. being bugs buddied by a peacock. <laughs> that damn peacock! I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna catch him this time. I'm hunting peacocks. Um, but Wiley Andy. After six hours, you learn that. What we learn? So funny. I hate that it's creature so much. It's so funny. Why does it bug you guys so much? Yeah, after six hours, you learn that. <laughs> where do the where, where is the gods? Where do they like to drink? As catheter is currently bothering somebody. Catheters are good at that. Catheter. <laughs> right, I'm just wait. having a piss, fellas. Let's continue. I have an idea. Yes. What if we all went out there with all the poppers and simultaneously, bang! Why what if we just let the animals be animals and ignore them? Okay, Guys, Druid. Please, I want to play this fucking game. Yeah, let's go. We're all recording. Right. Hey, listen. Listen. Listen, all right? Ben, listen! Wow, that was loud. All right. Burst some eardrums. All right. All right. All right. Listen. You find out. Yes. That the gods tend to frequent... Uh, not a bar, but a barracks where they get ordered ale. The barracks is located in the Imaginaland district, district uh, where they also have homes there. Okay. So, you know, there's a tap. There's a couple taverns in there. Are you saying they, like, get Ubered food and drinks? They get Ubered food at the barracks, yes. Holy shit, I know, I have an idea. <laughs> Well, this is gonna get into a fucking piece of it. <laughs> that is typically how it is. Unless they are a higher wanker, where they are not in barracks, they have their own home, then they just have off time where they go to taverns themselves. But most gods, at least for the Imashtalin gods, the Empire gods, are in the Imashtalin district. If it is a god of the district, they live in that district. But the prison is won by the Empire. Can we just send, um,. Can we just like send 
fucking catheter over here in one of those giant cakes in a box like they open the crate up and it's like a giant cake and they're like what the fuck and then you bust out shirtless dancing you know one of those cakes and you just get a huge rave going so this is the catheter cake yeah, the catheter cake. The cake the cake, cake, the quotes, yeah. cake that are... And I mean, it depends. Are we willing to be the ones to invent the banana hammock? I, I, I'm down. Sure. Yeah, you want some banana hammock? I th I mean, I think that these uh, these guards need some oh, fun. Okay, hold on. It's gonna, I want, it's gonna require at least a skill check for that. Right? I, I refuse <laughs> to be the one to bring a banana hammock into this world. Who says it isn't here? says if it is it needs to be deleted <laughs> new quest so what are you guys gonna do about this let's see well there goes that idea <laughs> so my idea how about this is that chip catheter wait well there's fire there's firecrackers going off and it went <laughs> Okay, it, we it, might, we well, might have to start calling... <laughs> it was literally firecrackers, and then... <laughs> <laughs> because I think... I think we're getting more than just the peacock. I think there's children out you know, there now. You know what? It's... it's just fucking send it. <laughs> well, we were even trying to send it! I just That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Omni's idea is to do with poppers. What's it going to work out? It, it, it would have proved it was a failure. It would have been failure from the start. I think, because there's no easy way we're going to be able to get into, there's no easy way we're going to be able to get into these barracks. So, I mean, we could risk the biscuit and go talk to that dude, like, hey, I've been hearing some rumors. I think that's a bad idea. Or we could perpetuate the rumors and then offer our services. I, I, I think it's a bad idea. I mean, what other ideas do you have? At this point, I kind of like to see what's what that person wants from angel okay. maybe let this situation play out with I'm, prison and maybe we find a way to get in with their shipment of booze and then get it ubered in if we can get into the supply chain we can get into the barracks and we can talk to some people could we we'd have to we'd have to pose as like some sort of delivery guy or a guard or something I mean, that, that would be one individual but like all we need is to get into where a group of them where we can chat casually with a group of guards without it being suspicious. It's not like we have to get into the barracks for an extended period of time to sneak around and find something. That's true. We're just trying to get into a conversation with a bunch of guards. Preferably when they're inebriated and they're willing to talk about the things that are disturbing them. True. So one thing I was considering Oh my bad. <clears throat> Braden kinda of bumps his chest a little bit. Just can't clear his throat. One thing Mr. Chip Catheter was considering is actually going over there and Ubering the food for the drinks for them. Perhaps. Cheap beer and just delivered to their door? Any drunkard would take that. And perhaps if you can become involved in a conversation, Indeed. get in the door. The worst thing is, is they'd say we didn't order this, and I'd be like, well, Chip Catheter can't give it to anyone else. You might as well take it. This seems like a, a promising plan. Besides, they have terrible perception checks when they're drunk. I just don't trust the higher-ups until we know for sure they're not with it. There's no way murders and screams happen in the prison and guards just ignore it. Correct. Without, without that coming from an order higher-up, or them being involved with it. So I'm not willing to interact with guard management at all with this until we know we have a safe contact. That's not what we're talking about. Mm, that, that was the oh. thing earlier about going to the fancy cat van. Oh, yeah, no. Um, if we don't want to do that, we don't have to do that. I was talking about sending Brayden in. To know. the barracks. We, like, I'm going with Brayden to the barracks. Okay. You both I mean, going to be delivery people? <laughs> I'm probably not going to pose as a delivery person. You just be nearby, or? but I'll be there to help watch and talk to other people. Cool. Would you be willing to pay for the cheap beer? Three rounds at most. Yeah, I can buy booze if we need to. I think first we should go figure out how that whole supply thing works. All right, that could work. 
out for Mr. Chip and his lovely assortment of ruffians. Yeah, we might we not can. make it into the barracks tonight, but if we can at least get a plan on how to make it into the barracks tonight, I'd call that a success. Indeed. Break? No. Right, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, we're going on break? <laughs> no. Break! No. There we go. Party huddle. Done. Right. Break. So, who's doing what? You guys are going to go find this, or we're all going to go figure this out, the supply chain out? I know that's what they're going to do. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, so what time of day is it right now? Do they have to go to their meeting with Crescent now, or do they have time? 7 o'clock. Well, I think that mean when it that you guys have a couple of hours to meet. How long will it take to get from the Emmisville district to their meeting place? Yeah, that's what to account for. What is the, what is the distance from here to there? How long will it take to travel to wherever this meeting place is? They're right next to each other. Oh, so which district is he in? Uh, he's in Bigton. Okay, so like. What would you say? Yeah, 10, 15. Okay, so it's pretty close. Yeah. I, I think the plan should be you guys come with us to the Emmisdale District, help us investigate this whole booze delivery service, and when you guys are ready to go to the meeting, leave us here. We'll continue to do whatever we're doing at the time. You can go to the meeting. Sure. Sounds like a plan. Bada bing, bada boom. We swing past the big building, just close enough for me to send a message to Morana to get back to me. So I have my familiar again. All right, Andy. Let's tra- let's trace this supply chain. Follow it back to the source. So now we we explained your plan, but in action form, what do you do? First, we go to the Emmisville district and perception check for delivery people. What? Like, go find the barracks. Watch for a little bit. Okay. Where would the booze come from? So, going over to the Amashtalin district, you notice that there are gates to this district. It drop gates, to be specific. Oh. They're, the walls there are a lot more finely crafted. They are made of stone and are wide enough for people to walk on top of which you see a couple guards the gates however are are down it appears to be at this point that people can go in and out when you guys approach the gate one of the guards in the the wall just goes you got about two hours then the gates close thank you make sure you're out by then give him a thumbs up yeah then sounds like we ought to go have this meeting and get it over with <laughs> alright then as you guys go into this district the buildings and the ground it's almost as if you realize you're not even in a desert it is so suburban at this point there's a lot of like a space between the houses. It almost looks as if like like the uh, like a nice American neighborhood. People have their own like little lawns, size of space. They have like little fences to block off each other's properties. You see a lot of people going around. Some people do actually have gardens they're trying to maintain. It feels like uh, definitely the upper classmen live here. Hmm. Let's get our business done and get out of here. I don't like this place. <clears throat> yes, we only have two hours anyway. So, you go to the designated bars, which you know there are two here, both taverns. One is a winery, another one is more of an ale place. Gods are a bit hardy, usually. They tend to like their ale more than wine. So you head to the you head to the uh, buoy, I would say. And upon entering, it has a decent amount of patrons. In this particular bar, it has the design of almost like a a dragon's torso. At least the way that like like it's like actually 
looks like like there's a head of a dragon at the top of the front door. And then as you step inside, it's almost as if you walk it into its stomach, the way they designed it. That's super weird. Super cool. It's weird, yeah. The actual tavern side of itself uh, seems to have some very nice stools and tables. You notice that a lot of people there are scarred and fit. You can kind of guess good majority of these people are probably guards. Of the Empire? Probably. Hmm. Uh, I think action-wise, I think the first step is to not necessarily interact with the bar, but to find the garrison. Find out how that whole beer supply works. Watch for couriers, perhaps? Yeah, just kind of stake it out and see if there's shipments leaving and going, if it's just like they send somebody out and booze comes back, what's going on? Okay, so how exactly do you plan to do that? Do you strictly ask for that routine? Because it is nighttime. They're probably not going to be making any shipments this late. Hmm. I, I, I don't think asking around is the right answer, but I do think trying, asking around for where the garrison is, locating it, and then spending what little time we have left here watching for it. Perhaps we go try our hand at making a purchase, see if we can get the booze we intend to deliver. That's what I was, gonna, that's what I was thinking, just ordering the booze. Chip Catheter says that, obviously. He says that aloud. <laughs> but what booze are we looking for? Something cheap. Something affordable. Whatever you're willing to pay. But cheap beer would do fine. Anyone's willing, anyone who's blasted might want just cheap stuff as long as it's free. And if we can obtain this, this booze, we could at some point pose as a late night delivery. Perhaps there was a late shipment. Well, we have to know if it's, we have to know if it's a, uh, Every Monday, they, at the start of every week, they get a big-ass crate of booze, or if it's a guard going, Hey, yo, grab me a wine bottle. Yes, we can call mm. our business. I think we need to watch and learn before we buy anything. We could call ourselves... We could say we work for an obscure company called Guard Dash. <laughs> and what if it's all military rent? We don't know anything. We need to find out what we're messing with before we per, before we attempt to deceive them. We need to know what we're pretending to be. Are we pretending to be guards delivering booze? Are we an independent company delivering booze? I think step one is find the garrison and watch. I think that's a smart idea. Know what we're doing before we start dancing. That's what my father, Dan Catheter, would always say. I mean, if other people have a better idea, that's just my concerns with doing things preemptively. I do like this tavern they have here. The what was it? Dragon Crest? Dra- Dragon Breast? What is the name of this place? Yeah, Andy. Dragon Brew. Okay. Dragon Brewery. I mean, no, just Dragon Brew. What a terrible name! Dragon Crest sounds cooler. Chips. Oh my god. Chip Catheter. Chip. Well, if we perhaps wanted to set up two stakeout points, one at these barracks and one perhaps at this seemingly popular tavern or brewery, we could do that for the two hours left before we get locked in here. I think we leave before we get locked in. Yes. Yes, let's just do purely reconnaissance for the moment gather as much intel as we can on the operations of the booze um, obtainment methods and then we'll come up with a plan later I don't think there's much of anybody in that prison at the moment so we do have some time and before it gets too late two of us can split off for this meeting I'll leave Morano over to the the barracks and watch the place over the night what is her name? Morana. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One more time. What's the fox's name again? Morana. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. 
I'm missing out on the joke here. Luna looks confused. <laughs> Brayden <laughs> thinks it. I just pat Luna on the back. Just, okay, I'm proud of you for that one. Brayden thinks it sounds like moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Luna's <laughs> right. not a native common speaker. She wouldn't know that. So, uh, what's the like lower priority stakeout we want to do? Because that'll probably be the one that um, Angel and Venetius take, since they're going to split off for this meeting. Mm, I think you guys should probably watch the barracks. Okay, we'll There's watch probably the barracks. not going to learn a whole lot in two hours, but if anything okay. happens, we'll know. And then you guys can watch the this, this brewery. And I have Morana watching the barracks from the sky. Okay, are we ready for some perception checks, then? Go ahead. Let me give you one for Murano. Got a plus five to my perception. What do you got, Nyx? Trace. Okay. I will make the roll if you want to aid me. Uh, I guess I can. Wait, am I aiding you or what's the plan? Uh, no, this is Murano's per perception check. No, can, I I can I also do a perception check? Uh, no, this is over the barracks. Oh, okay. Murano doesn't see very many things. That's a, that's not a, that was not a good roll for me. Hmm. That's a nine from me. I think it's to aid. Yeah. You right. So you don't That's aid. No, I don't aid. Okay. My perception from the sky is a nine. Skyception. Okay then. We got a. We, we getting a roll from Brayden. Brayden's not watching the barracks. Oh, we're doing the barracks first. Okay. Then the barracks we have. A twenty-one. So from the sky, you have a difficult time navigating the sky. It's taking you a long time, longer than expected. And because of how long it takes you, you uh, don't really gain any information. In case of you, now let me clarify something. You're clarifying you? Ow. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, what exactly are you looking for? Uh, how, how are you approaching this, I guess? Um, just kind of, I don't know, trying to set up nearby, maybe um, feigning like a conversation with, with Angel or something. Um, and watching for deliveries, couriers, um, people coming and going. Okay, and you do this for only next hour and a half or so? Yeah, so we can split off, go to this meeting, get out of this district before it locks down. Okay, so one thing you do notice is the barracks that you have located is uh, does have guards uh, the, on the outside patrolling it. Hmm. And that some guards still dressed in uniform, pass them, maybe give them a quick, hey, what's up, kind of thing. And they go inside and don't come out. Probably done for the night. At some point, the guards switch, switch shifts, and once you get back to once you get past that, it an hour and a half passes. So no delivery is made at nighttime. Hmm. That would be highly unusual. Okay. And then we had to the address we were given. Okay. As for the other team. I think Aluna would like to enter the bar, buy a drink, and make small conversation with guards. So wait, what am I doing then? What are you doing? I thought you were doing a stakeout. I'm gonna watch my back from the bar. I'm sure. Even if you're not like asking composing questions, but if you're just kind of in the vicinity, so if I need assistance, you're there. Oh, I mean, yeah. we're not spending a lot of time in this bar doing things, so. Aluna would try and like grab grab a drink, and she wouldn't ask in a, a lot of probing questions, but see if she can find like a friendly group of guards, and just try and make conversation with them to try and get an in at a later date. So if she comes back, it's not so weird. Okay. All right, I'm gonna say you want to find information on the I mean, like the, the booze, yeah. Okay. 
Is that, okay, so that's gonna work out. You can make a diplomacy or a deception. If you make a diplomacy and fail, you could give away your intentions. Make it a deception and fail, you can give away that you can give away that you're lying. So what I'm saying is, deception will look better because it is not that. Uh, let's, oh, I'm, trying, I'm so tired right now. Uh, it's okay. I think we're close to ending. We're close to ending. Uh, is there a way I can assist the little? Yes, with AIDS. Unless you want to take control of it. I can do that. So, I, so I guess my point is, is that if you fail a diplomacy check, it is a lot more punishing. I'll do. We'll do deception then. I'm okay. real bad at deception. Yeah, you can do the deception. Brayden starts walking up to a guard. And I think our angle should be: I'm offering um, repairs for equipment services. Okay. I'm a really good crafter. I can repair all of their equipment. I can. And, and you're like, you're um, you're you're like my manager. Oh. You're, okay. you're my contact person. All right. That means you have to aid. Can I end with a craft check? No. Okay. That's be deception. I will attempt to aid. Hopefully I don't hurt you, Raiden. Excuse me, kind gods. Wait, what? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Give me a bone. <gasps> no! <laughs> do, do you whiff it? If this wasn't proficiency without level, that would have been a 15. 14 on the die for a 13 total. <laughs> so close, it's so far away. Oh. I'm gonna hear a point that. Deception? Yes. Uh, that's the same thing. That is a uh, 19 on the dice, boss. On the dice? What's the total? I mean, no. My bad. That's a 19 total, boss. Okay. How do you approach this guard? So, what, what, can you run it through me again? We, we're, we're, we're running... We are offering them an equipment repair service. Oh, okay. Excuse me, my good chaps. My name is Chip Catheter, but you can call me Catheter for short. You do approach one individual, an elf, who is uh, a bit is alone, which you think makes some good pickings. Okay. Seems a bit, uh, a bit anxious, gonna like, look it around drastically. You approach him and he goes, Oh, um, well, um, I'm a little, uh, occupied with, uh, affairs, so make it quick, please. Of course, of course. Anytime. Of no means at all. We just, we just, we just, I'm actually a quite the connoisseur of military craft, and I would like to give my humble, offer my humble services for, for, to you and perhaps to any of your friends, this here is the fair maiden Lev. Fair, fair maiden Lev? Lev, yes, of Dragon Chair. Would you perhaps be interested in. Um, well, well, Mrs. Lev is quite skilled at using both magical and crafting arts to repair. An enchant armor. And you look like a person who might need a second vest of good material. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a guard, you see, so I don't, um, don't really buy my equipments, except for some, maybe, weapons, but when it comes, I'm really not the market for this sort of thing. Oh, I know, I'm not trying to sell it to you, I just want to... Make good acquaintances in this district. He keeps like looking around as as you're talking. I'd like to sense mode of him, and right. also take a look around to see if I can figure out whatever the hell he's so scared of. Can Go I ahead. also do the same? Go ahead. Do you want to roll my sense motive? What's your perception? I might. Or like, I'm asking Andy if he wants to roll my sense motive. No, you, you oh. guys roll it. You can roll it. Fucking hell! I just keep rolling higher today. Got me in the tray. 22. That is 19. Okay. So, you can tell that he's feeling very awkward and that he's not really soaking in what you're saying. He seems to be very anxious for something to come. And you do notice, I'm just going to combine your sense motive with the perception check. He has a little present in his hand that he's kind of concealing a little bit. 
like a, in like a little, little, little uh, wrapped gift. Just kind of like looking around, just. Mm. Do we both notice this? Let's look. He's waiting for someone. Yeah, you both notice it. What I can tell you, sir, is armor is not always the faint, cannot always guard the most faint of hearts. And perhaps, maybe you don't need armor at all. Perhaps then you just need to stop worrying. Could I interest you in a small, simple game of dice just to get your mind off it? My treat. Um, can I roll diplomacy on that? Well, diplomacy to try and calm him down. Not yet. Okay. He goes, find one game, right? Just, just one. Damn, I have to show you today. Shit, I don't even have game lore. I don't know what the fuck games are. You do, <laughs> just untrained. You just sit down and say, today we're going to be playing Devil's Dice. Sounds ominous. Oh, it's simple. You roll the dice, and whatever number I roll, you have to roll, match, or get lower than. It's very simple, but quite thrilling. Okay. Rolling d6s? What, um, we'll roll off a d20. Okay, who, who goes first in this? Well, I can show you the game. Okay. So, what, you want me to actually roll dice or not? Cause yeah, we're, we're rolling dice for real. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're rolling dice. Oh, we're rolling dice tonight. Alright. So, how it's played, roll your dice. Like so. 20. Now you have to roll your dice. Now you have to roll the dice. Did you actually roll a fucking 20? I did. <laughs> I roll, I hand him the dice and I say, you must roll either a 20 or lower. But if you hit a 1, you lose. Um, looks like a nine. Right, I have to roll off a nine. Can I just, conveniently, convenience sake, have a, a, the D10 with me as well? In the, oh, like we're changing dice? Yeah. Yeah. That way, don't always have like You have a whole D and D set. There you go. Yeah. You even have the, that's what game law is. You just know <laughs> what D and D is. <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. I rolled a five. So I roll a D6 now. You roll off a d6, trying to roll a 5 or lower. A 3. I have to roll off a 3. I rolled my d4. Ouch! <laughs> I'm kidding! <laughs> oh. oh! 4. You, you lose? No. So I have to roll again. I have to roll lower. Or match. I rolled a 3. No. But this is how the game is played. What? 3. Do I roll a d3 now? No, you just roll again. And you must try to roll off the three. Okay. Or lower. Two. Very well. Fuck. <laughs> two. Roll a d20 for that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you roll the two. Mm-hmm. And picks up your dice and... One? That's the game. Did I win? Unfortunately... No. Well, how the hell do you play this stupid game? Well, the way you play the game is you roll well, you, the dice. What, you, you roll high and, and you still don't lose, but I roll lowest and I lose? What, I don't... You roll high to make sure that you don't roll lower. It's a game of incredible chance and impossible risk. And it's better you play with a little bit of risk. Sounds like you rigged the dice. I did not rig the dice. I moved this fucking dice away. <laughs> but... It did get your mind off of worrying about whoever's present that is for. Oh. Yes, well, just... just a little date, it's all. Fell <laughs> guard, supposed to meet me here, but... Well, you seem like the right proper chap, and if she does not show up, I would gladly take you on a date myself. <laughs> no thanks, I'm not really into men with mustaches. <laughs> Ditch the mustache and we're on. <laughs> he just rips it off. Yeah. That is fine. It was supposed to be in the caliber of good. of just being, of giving good compliment. Trust me, my good friend, you have this. So, what exactly were you selling again? We were looking, well, offer services to guards or even yourself. 
of of repairing and even perhaps even in, on the rare occasion enchanting armor for the gods. I mean, why don't you just talk with the uh, with the general for that? This is what we are. We're a bit. Well, we're not quite familiar with this district, and this is where we were told to come to. Strange. Uh, so you want to make an appointment with General Cavamel? Uh, she will help Cam you with uh, all that kind of shipments and orders and stuff. If she has assistance for it. We should take care of for her, but she's quite busy. So. Oh. But I she she's the one that handles that sort of thing. I've heard that name before. Scars like a tiger. What is she like? Stone. Stone. She wanted the good one. I might, you're just gonna sell things to her, aren't you? Of course. I just like good people like yourself. I mean, she's very by the books, I would say. She definitely keeps order. Very good. Well, my friend, thank you so much. I reach out, extend a hand. Yeah, of course. Thanks a lot, Catheter. You made this a bit easy to handle. <laughs> <laughs> Catheter is always happy to be here with you. Luna shyly waves goodbye and offers like a really awkward compliment. Just like any any lady would be lucky to have you. Enjoy your evening. That's why she failed. She was just like being way too shy. She was trying to pull off like the the shy country girl, and she went way too hard with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know the kind. And your name is Joe Bob. <laughs> uh, Varial. Pardon what? Varial. There's a spin. There's like a drop of sweat coming over my face. Oh. I will talk to you later. Have we met? No, not at all. Okay. Is this actually Joe Mama? What's your name again? <laughs> Sorry, what was his name one more time? This, this person's an elf. Okay. Your mama was a human. Yes. Varial. Varial. Alright, well, Varial, it is, I'm proud to meet you, and I hope to see you sometime again. Not with your date. Come, uh, armored woman maker, we're leaving. Yeah, I'm gonna leave with you halfway. I kind of stomp off fast, like I thought his name was Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stop. Wait, so, Venetia's an angel. Yes. You head over to the designated meetup of the Kreskit's house. You get to what appears to be an apartment complex. The place that Crescent said he lived at. Mm -hmm. I say apartment complex, but y y you know what? More medieval style. Yeah. Medieval apartments. They're less stacked and more just one building with walls in between a little bit. Maybe of three weird. stories tall at most. It's like a motel. Evil mints? Yes. Go you go now. into the, th the third floor, and with the number you got on your nice piece of paper, you, yes. knock on, you knock on the door. Sorry, sir, that was a poor knock on me. So, about 30 seconds pass. No answer. We've been had. Do you have some sort of uh, secret? You're going on the other side of the door. Coming. door opens and you see like the four locks and right next to it. Just I was like, waiting for an awooga! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, there's a lot of noises going on there. You see like, um, like, a, like a little like wrench. He's not doing wrench. Like he actually has to unscrew like a bolt. <laughs> it's literally a, a like, dead bolt. Anyway. You hear his lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he finally opens the door and you see him just like the lights in the room are dim there's like only one candle and it's almost out the place even though is small it is packed with a lot of 
luxurious items. Rugs, paintings, a nice sofa, a chair. Uh, it looks like a, like a three-bedroom apartment. No hallway, just all next to each other. No hallway. No hall rooms. Just goes. Oh, is it time? Alright, step on in. He leaves the door open for you. Close brought, the door behind you. Lock it. Yes, sir. I brought one companion. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was at his house. How do you know? Is this I saw him Mark II? put on a new door. <laughs> yeah, replace the door when you're done. Fuck. I got a couple over there in the corner. Don't let the door repair you on its way out. <laughs> Don't repair you. I'm done. Anyway. You kind of dressed as the sofa. I have a sit, I guess, very attentively still. Alright. Your mission. I have a particular person in politics that I need off. His name is Terence Halu. He was a general of Drachmo, and he's, in, he's the ambassador of the Victim District. I'm supposed to be his advisor, but. No. I'm not working for some fucking pig pigskin. <laughs> like he's gonna be the biggest frown. Very definition. Chair, just kinda lean in, just like <laughs> the very definition of a mean mug. <laughs> Look like a pug. What did you say he does Ow! right now? Hey, hmm? What face. did you say that he does right now? The, uh, he's the ambassador of the victim district. And uh, Crescut is an advisor to him, apparently. Uh, this man has made nothing but mistakes. What do you expect from a Drakmar? So, I need him out of the office. I don't know if you think it's best to take care of him. Or to find some dirt on him. Whatever the case, he needs to be out. I've heard rumors that he's, uh, working with the Sands. But, no, he probably is. Rumors are usually true. Is that how they work? Yeah. If I can find proof that he is working with the Sands, then that would be enough dirt to push him out of office, correct? Well, if you can get him, you can scare him out of it. Or you can get him banished. The Empire doesn't like the Saiyans very much. And if an ambassador's working on it, now he'd be sent to jail. Or you can blackmail him, I don't care how it happens. He needs out. Do you have a time frame? Have it done in four days. No, five. Five's better. You see, he's kind of hung over. He's like, he's got like bags under his bags. Yeah. Once you accomplish this, I'll pay you. And you. I'm offering 200 cold iron pieces. You need dirt on him, you probably need to wake into his mansion. Find any kind of evidence, or just kill him, I don't care. It cannot be tied back to me. Understood. Any questions? Looks at you mostly, Venetius. V. 
Vinny's just uh, shakes his head. What about you, number 16? Number five, Lodge. <laughs> uh, hold on, I need to go to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pull, pull, pulls out his grill. She, she thinks for about a moment. Does he have any physical skills or weaknesses? Poss a, possible exploits? He was a general. I imagine he knows combat, but he's old. Experienced, but aged. Yeah. Do you know if he's very well guarded? Oh, yeah. He lives in the fucking mansion in this district. He's hired some mercenaries. How tough do you think they are? <laughs> as much as money can buy. So not very... Not like you. I don't know about your friend, do you? You look pretty squawny. I can yeah. hold my own. Yeah, sure, the cupcake. <laughs> I have seen him in combat more than meets the eye with this one. I've managed to round up a couple like this. Fine, I don't care. If I can get them to agree, we shouldn't have any trouble. If you don't think they will, don't tell them. One of them I might not be able to fully disclose the intentions behind it. And just let him know it's for money. That might be You too. If my name ever comes out there, just know you'll be hunted for this. So discrepancy is of utmost importance. Understood. Good. I'm gonna look it, but I got plenty of network in you. I will not fail you. Good. Dismiss. I stand. And um, on I'm that on. note that he handed me with his address, on the back, I yeah, have... Yeah, I actually asked for it back, actually. But on the back, I do hand it back, and on the back is written the names of my allies, which he had asked for earlier. Right. Brain's not on there. <laughs> Brain... Okay. You see that he kind of like flicks something on. He gets a like little produce fame in his hand, and he buns the uh, buns it. Counterspell. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. It's force of habit. <laughs> I'm used to countering produce flames. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> it was just a. It was just an instinct. Brain just walking down the road with Luna, like, man, I really love being a citizen of Drakmar. Ain't nothing ever gonna pull me away from that. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking randomly in the street. Man, I love being a citizen. <laughs> well, I give right. him the Tarlinian salute, and I assume we depart. Oh, yeah, the yeah. follows you out. Alright, you depart with a new mission under your belt. We're gonna end the session to, with that on note. Well, I'll be. You're still alive. Of course, we're both in prison now, but at least we're both still alive. Well, while you're down here, you might as well look at Michael Gelfie's material he has. He helps us on a lot of things, and quite frankly, he makes us feel trapped with this beautiful ambience of sound like we're in a dungeon, where the amazing music we use for combat. The man helps us out a lot and helps us feel more immersed in bracing this game. So if you're interested in supporting us or Michael Gelfie, be sure to check out his Spotify. Patreon, his YouTube, or his Bandcamp. 
He's an incredible man with a lot of talent. But one more thing. You're with me today. It's my dear friend, Sleepyhead. They do our art for us sometimes. And a bit of our, and our logo. So if you're interested in Dirty Dice, be sure to check out this amazing, incredible individual in the shackles next to me. Hi. It's a pleasure to meet all of you listeners. Um, well, first of all, I want to say that it was an honor being here tonight with all of my good friends. Um, Brayden did a really good job tonight, and he did not cease to amaze me whatsoever. I'm really lucky to have him and everybody else as my friend. And I would really appreciate it if you guys left some reviews and spread the word. Share the love, you know? Anyway, I just wanted to say goodbye and that I had a lot of fun. And with that, please leave a follow. And spread the word and give a little bit of word of mouth. And thank you for turning in. Thank you for watching Dirty Dice Duo Broom. It's been a pleasure being your editor. I don't edit this. It's been a pleasure being your producer. Audio guy. Am I considered the producer? Yeah. He's our audio. I'm the producer. He's our tech. The audio god. Xander or whatever you want. I don't know. Call me whatever the fuck you want. You're Xander. This isn't going to the episode. Mr. Wish. If it does... I'm going to ask for it to be edited out. <laughs> <laughs>